0: This is Boca Chamber Radio. Dean Muccio here with another segment of Boca Behind the Scenes. And we've got the Boca Raton Police Department here. Crime Prevention Unit. And Officer Gwen Freiders is in the studio with us. Hi, Gwen. Hi, thank you for having me. Sure, thanks for coming in. We want to kind of talk about back to school and back to school safety. What are some of the challenges that the police department faces when school is back in session? I'm sure traffic's got to be one of them.
1: Traffic is definitely (laughs) one of them. I mean, listen, we all... um, get a little case of the summer blues when we all have to go back to school, right? And it's Mm -hmm. a transition for not only the students, but the parents as well. And we have to look at getting back into... Following this, the speed laws. Um, traffic is a big thing. We've got kids on bicycles, walking, um, and all the kids that are shuttled to and from school with their parents. So, just traffic safety wise, we're looking for a few things. Um, we want to make sure that people aren't speeding through our school zones. Um, most school zones are 15 to 20 miles per hour. Sure. And anytime those lights are flashing or you see a sign um, indicating a school zone, you've got to follow um, that slow speed. And also, we're looking for how children are being transported in vehicles um, a lot of uh, parents are still not quite up to date with the current um, safety laws in terms of booster seats and seat belts and most of our kindergartners and first graders by law still have to sit in a booster seat mm-hmm. uh, with their seatbelt when they're transported in the back seat to get to school
0: now is there is there an age limit when they don't have to be in the booster seat or is it a height thing
1: well, that's a, that's a great question. You know, there's what we call best practices and mm-hmm. Florida law. And our best practice tells us that children are safest riding in that booster seat until they're four foot nine and 80 pounds and their feet, uh, you know, are flat against the floor with that seatbelt properly across the hips and then hip to shoulder. But Florida law requires them to be in that booster at least until they are six years old. So like I said, our VPKers, our kindergartners, even some of our first graders still by law need to be in that booster seat, but we would like to see them continue to be boosted until sometimes even third or fourth grade.
0: You know, you mentioned one thing, and I noticed this myself, um, even if you don't see the flashing lights, there's signs that indicate that it's a school zone, and these are the times that uh, you need to slow down and obey the the school zone uh, speed limit.
1: There's usually at least one of three different ways that a school zone is marked, and it's going to be either through signs, um, flashing lights on the side of the road, some of them are overhead, And then there may be markers painted onto the street itself. So just knowing that we have a lot of schools across Boca, we need all of our drivers to really pay attention um, to where those school zones are. And hopefully they will stay off their cell phones as well because texting and driving is a big thing um, as well as our schools usually enforce no cell phone zones in car line on school property. So those two things are other things that we're keeping an eye out for.
0: All right. So we get the kids to school. Uh, Talk about some general safety uh, on campus.
1: Well, on campus, you know, we have to have conversations with our children now before they get back to school. We want to ease them back into feeling comfortable returning to the classroom, because if our children don't feel safe, they're not going to learn well. So parents, we're counting on you to have those discussions with your children early before the first day about knowing what rules um, and expectations there are for their behavior as well as weapons policies and as well what to do if they see something suspicious. And probably the most difficult thing of all is just to talk with your children about what to do if something happens. But this is information that best comes from mom and dad.
0: You know, with the events that have uh, transpired over the past year or so, um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's got to be an even tougher job, um, for parents and trying to get through to their children and making them feel Mm -hmm. safe. Um, and certainly for law enforcement, uh, you know, under these conditions where safety is, is, top priority right now for our children at school
1: it is for all of us Um, there is a new app called palm beach county student protect and we encourage all of our parents to download it and if their high schoolers are carrying cell phones with them to school as many of them are um, that app is available and you will just input whatever school is pertinent to your family um, as long as it's a public school And that app gives our kids the ability to contact 911 in real time and report incidents. And they also have the ability um, to report um, bullying, behavior, suspicious activity or threats and Also, if the parents download that app, if their school goes on a code red lockdown, they are notified immediately through that app. So it's a really valuable tool. Um, It's a partnership between the Palm Beach County School Board Police and the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office. And it's applicable for all of our Palm Beach County schools. And hopefully it'll be a good tool for getting that information uh, where it needs to go in a timely basis.
0: And what's the app called?
1: It's called Palm Beach County Student Protect.
0: Okay. It's available
1: on your um, Android and iTunes app stores.
0: So we're going to have more officers in uh, elementary schools coming up.
1: Yes, we are. We are. You know, most people are familiar that Florida law has recently been updated to mandate a police officer in every school in Florida. And the school board police um, have the resources to provide those officers to the middle schools and the high schools. Um, But for here in Boca, we want to support the school board police um, as much as we can. And we have agreed through mutual aid uh, to be a presence in all of our elementary schools here in Boca. So our private schools have contracted with us for years to maintain a presence. Um, Certainly we're definitely going to continue doing that Um, but in addition we're now going to be placing officers in all of our elementary schools across the city.
0: Would you say the one tip that you would give student drivers is put down the phone when you're driving. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: 100%. I mean, that goes for all of us. Um, You know, officers on the street are, are driving many hours a day, and I can't tell you how many times we run across people that are on their phones. And currently texting and driving is against the law. Right. But it's a secondary offense, so it makes it a little tricky for us to enforce it. Um, we need people just to understand the danger and how your vehicle will travel up to 500 yards just te- you know checking for a single mm. text. And in that space... So many things can happen and so very quickly. And then you're not giving yourself enough time um, to react. We had uh, one family that suffered a terrible tragedy. They lost a family member because he was texting while he was driving and he was involved in an accident um, that took his life. So it does make a difference to keep that cell phone down. The texts can wait.
0: You know, you, you mentioned, and a lot of people might not understand, what does that mean it's a secondary law?
1: It means that an officer has to witness some sort of other traffic violation in order to affect the traffic stop because he sees you texting and driving.
0: I'm sure there's been a lot of talk about changing that law. Do you think that's going to happen soon? I
1: certainly hope that it will. Um, It's been in the Florida legislature a few times, and um, it's legislation that's supported by the Dory Slosberg Foundation, um, our local um, foundation for traffic safety. We just haven't managed to get it passed, um, but it certainly needs to be done, and hopefully in the next few years we'll see it become a primary offense.
0: We're talking with Officer Gwen Freiters, Boca Raton Police Department, the Crime Prevention Unit, about back-to-school safety. Talk about if you see something, say something.
1: 100%. You know, so many times people see things, and we always want to wait for confirmation that something's wrong before – We have, you know, the guts to call and report it. But in this day and age, all of us have the ability to see something and it's notable to let somebody know as soon as possible so that we can hopefully do something about it as quickly as possible before something happens. And, you know, our kids are more empowered than ever before to be a part of the community, especially what we've seen in in response to the Parkland tragedy. Our our teenagers do feel comfortable talking about what they're seeing, and we need to support that and make them feel comfortable that we will support you if you report something and we're not going to dismiss it. So my agency definitely supports that if you see something, say something, um, you know, routine because the sooner the better before a tragedy happens. And just in terms of any kind of suspicious, um, you know, encounter, we've got to have a, a a talk. It's it's never too early and it's never too often to talk to our kids about strangers and suspicious people and how to handle um, suspicious encounters uh, with people. We we had an incident you know recently with a child being approached by somebody, and she had been spoken to by her parents and had gone over some self defense tactics, mm-hmm. and she felt comfortable saying no to that person and leaving. And it ended as well as could be expected. And and everyone was really proud of how she handled, you know, the situation. So, like I said, you can never talk about these things too often with your kids. They They need those reminders that a stranger is anybody you don't know, and you don't have to speak to someone you don't know. Go, you know, talk to someone that you do know. I always tell the little ones, check first. It never hurts just to check first with mom and dad before, you know, going somewhere taking help you know strangers use every trick in the book to try and trick kids they offer candy dogs I need help they know what is going to get to that kid and make them vulnerable to to lure them but if we can talk about that first and just give them the confidence um, to act on it a lot of times they'll do the right thing
0: Yeah, And, you know, I I want to reiterate, uh, I was in law enforcement for eight years, that I don't know any police officer that would get upset for getting a phone call and it not be of an emergency situation uh call the police um if you see something say something do something about it it's true um so well it's great to meet you thank you um we've got the special Boca behind the scenes where we're talking with uh, a lot of the city employees and getting to know them and uh uh certainly uh the police department is uh, something special in my heart so uh you guys do an awesome job uh, i don't know how you guys do it in this day and age but uh Uh, congratulations and thanks for everything you do.
1: Thank you so much. We really appreciate the support.
0: This is Boca Behind the Scenes. Uh, More to come here on Boca Chamber Radio.